6 down the line. Hey everyone, welcome back to 3D6 Down the Line. We're doing episode 4 of the Halls of Arden Vool Mega Dungeon by Richard Martin using the old school essentials system by Gavin Norman. I am the GM for the game. My name is John and going around the horn once again we have... I'm Mike. I'm playing uh, Gorind Blackhood. Yes. <laughs> I am David. I'm, I'm a playing... dwarf. He's a dwarf. Uh, I'm David. I'm playing Farger Mudclump, scumbag extraordinaire. I am uh, Matt. I am playing Avaricius of Epirenus, uh, our party's cleric. And I am Ted. I'm playing a human mage named Osric the Opulent. <laughs> opulent this time. <laughs> nice. I love it. I was waiting for that, what the O was going to be. This time. <laughs> Uh, okay, so yeah, welcome back everybody. Uh, don't forget to please like and subscribe uh, and share this amongst your friends if you've been enjoying the series so far. Uh, if you're brand new, welcome. Uh, we are in the midst of a grand mega dungeon in the traditional style known as the Halls of Art and Vool. Uh, so last we met um, the AV Club. It was still the same day as when we began. It is the 20 <laughs> 27th of long Luke day, man. 27th of Lucrios. Uh, it's a Taz day. Um, Lucreos is the equivalent of April in our calendar, um, and it is around 8 p.m. ish. The sun has set, and they have found themselves on the. They have passed through the ruined city of Ardenful, which lies on top of the the massive cliff face uh, overlooks the town of Gosterwick from whence they came. Um, and they have passed through to the northern side and have arrived at the um, inn known as the Inn of the Broken Head. Um, and they have met the. Uh, proprietors, Kronos Kettlebelly and his wife Estelle, and some of the uh, patrons who are currently residing within the inn, and they have been debating and haggling for room and board, um, and deciding of what they would like to do next when they have found, discovered that Kronos, um, in the best innkeeper tradition, is a, uh, has a plethora of rumors that he is, um, and inf information that he is more than willing to share. Um, but time is pressing, and uh, we have to decide what these guys want to do. So, a um, couple of a uh, couple of logistical things. First of all, just to get everyone set. It's um, it's around eight p.m. Uh, uh, Varger had noted that he would like to pick up again at nighttime um, instead of the next day. But you guys can discuss that if you want. Um, you have traded. You had four sturge eggs. You ended up trading all four of them for two nights in the bunk room. One dinner, which is tonight, and then one breakfast of Sturgeg omelets in the morning. Uh, so that's what uh, Sturgeggs have gotten you because you probably wouldn't have been able to afford anything uh, better. So you had to trade away those uh, Sturgeggs. Love um, those eggs. Uh, you know that Estelle, um, you picked up on the fact, was a cleric of Tychius, who is the god of uh, the Archontian god of wealth and luck, and is known as the Lady of Thieves. Um, she is wearing a. Uh, uh, openly wearing the symbol of Tychius, which is a crimson coin. And you have met one of three fact, uh, 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 fact, not factors, um, um, representatives Factory? of the factors. Uh, one, his name is Chrysarius Three Legs, um, who has told you that he and uh, two of his companions there from other factors are actively competing against each other for, uh, for adventurers to bring back statuary from the, uh, from the halls of Ardenbool, in which they were, they were more than happy to pay competitive prices for. And you also briefly met, uh, who appears to be a stranger in the inn, a traveling peddler who seems to be kind of quite grumpy, although you have not heard his name nor seen his wares. Um, 
uh, last week we were doing our new system of the feats of exploration. Um, and for those who are interested, these is an extra way of um, awarding XP uh, and uh, kind of dangling a carrot in front of the players um, to encourage OSR behavior or just good role-playing behavior of, of um, like, um, not behavior, practices of exploration and um, engaging with the setting and all that kind of good stuff. And so I have a whole system for that. That link is down below in the description should you wish to see it um, and links to the individual um, sessions uh, tracking sheet. So if you want to see that in action, you can probably lift that for your own game should you wish. More than happy to hear what you guys think about it. Um, anyways, when we did all that, the vast majority of their XP for last session came from those. And that allowed um, our Whiskin Thief... Varger to actually level up because it only takes 1200 XP for a thief to get to the second level. That's uh, robbery. Right. <laughs> uh, so that is the benefit of being a thief. Um, so, mm -hmm. um, uh, and with that note, uh, I know that in the concession zero, I had said that we were going to institute training rules. Um, thinking of, I, they have a really cool system for that within the actual uh, campaign of Halls of Ardenville, which is why I wanted to institute it. But reading more into it, I do uh, tend to agree that. It is an AD&D &D rule, um, and uh, I think that it was instituted sort of to be like a money tax. Like, it's basically just like a, a, like a, a, a tax, um, which is really no fun. So um, the only rule is basically what it's going to be for what, what it is in OSE and BX, which is that you have to be, you cannot level up until you actually get to a safe haven of some sort. The Broken Head Inn is a safe haven, so um, Varger just happened to get the XP to get up there while he was in a safe haven, so was able to actually cash in and level up. So, um, David, why don't you Deeply inform satisfying. us of what changes uh, we have seen in Varger because he leveled with the level <clears throat> two. Varger... Excuse me, I just need to step away for a kid uh, sure. for a few minutes. I'll be right back while Varger does his thing. Cool. All right. Uh, Varger now has seven HP. Ooh, hardy lad. Mm. And uh... <laughs> let's test and I, it. I gained two additional. <clears throat> Excuse me. Again, two additional pips for my thief abilities, which I apply to climb sheer surfaces, which brings me to a net five pips in climb. So, so five out of six. So for those of you who may be used to the traditional uh, BX rules for thieves and that and those stated in OSC, it's normally a percentile chance, um, which uh, you don't have any say in. Uh, but where we're using are the Alternate rules presented by Gavin Norman in Carcass Crawler issue number one, which actually changes those um, into a D6 system in which you are actually allowed to allocate those uh, a certain number per level. So it gives you a little bit more choice and specialization, which I think, uh, which we enjoyed, I think. Uh, so far, I'm enjoying it a lot. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. So it's, it's been pretty good. And um, that's also an effect for any class that has um, uh, percentile base uh, skill. Uh, 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 Osric, for instance, is a mage and also has um, his own set that he, has, he can allocate, but he has to wait till he gets the second level to do that. Um, so now that you have the most hit points, David, does that mean you go first? Goes oh, first anyways. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah. All okay. right. Okay. That's um, pretty exciting. So, uh, and then I noted here that I need to make a correction. I made a mistake and it's a big one. Because uh, it may change how you view things. Um, I might open up another option to you. Uh, so if you remember correctly on the cliff face going up, right, there was the fall that sort of bisected the two halves, right? On the mm -hmm. right side of the falls was both, both of the statues. Um, and you went up that stair, right? Until you got yep. um, to the shoulder of Arden and then went down and you got, went the rest of the way up when you figured out how to make her arm go up. Right. But okay. you do know that, um, you had seen actually that there was a broken staircase on the, on the Western side. 
that actually mm-hmm. seemed to be the main, the, the the original main entrance into the caverns, right? It was framed with marble, right? Um, yeah. When Varger was actually um, uh, scaling the statue of Arden, he peered behind the falls and actually saw that marble entrance from, you know, alongside of it and saw that beast sort of come out, right? That he couldn't quite make out what it was because of the falls. Right, um, right. Uh, in the, so, and then also talking to Kronos, and hearing the rumors and all that kind of stuff, I had made it very clear that um, that Kronos at least had heard um, from other adventurers that he had seen people going into that entrance, right? That it led to the form of Set. We talked about like how Set was a prescribed religion and all that sort of stuff, right? But he had seen the right. actual people going in and out of that cave. And you were like, well, that's weird because there was, we pretty sure we saw like a mountain lion or something like that, like, you know. Um, and uh, you were absolutely right that that is extremely weird because there was not people coming in and out of that entrance. Um, what they have seen, this is what uh, not Cronus himself, but other people who have traveled and stayed at the Broken Head Inn, is that they have seen that close to that entrance, a little bit further up the cliff face, from what must be some sort of like hidden entrance or maybe not easily to be seen, is they've actually seen a large wicker basket that can actually hold uh, like about two people having gone up and down uh, and carrying people in that whisker, wicker basket in some sort of mechanism that is obviously in some sort of cave that's uh, pretty well hidden on the cliff face. Um, so it goes past that entrance, right? But okay. um, but it is not actually coming out of that entrance. Uh, but they have okay. seen they have seen people like being lowered and moved um, on that wicker basket. Okay. Okay. So I just want to make things. So the marble doorway still has like an unidentified beast in it. Correct. But no humanoid activity. And then, okay. That's right. We There's separate that. entrances, it sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I just um, want to make that clear. All right. All right. Um, well, that yeah, changes yeah. nothing. Can I just <laughs> We're staying up here. Can I just ask a question, too? I didn't see this on the notes. Does anyone know where that dragon layers? We don't. Uh, I believe they told you that it was in um, the very... If they didn't, they would, because they know it is... Um, yeah, you actually, let, let's move to the map here. We asked about, we know his name, Krestorinix. Yes. Um, but the Guardians did not tell us exactly where he layers, no. Well, someone had written a red X on, uh, right here. Uh, where's my... Yeah, I marked Oh, that. maybe they did say it and I just didn't write it down, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's... Is that the layer? How do I That's where we saw it first, I believe. I Could be. This thing. There we go. Um, Hello? oops, oops, oops. I'm screwing things up. Um, yeah, so they're, uh, uh, they mentioned that the, he, that the dragon roosted in a, uh, ruined tower in the very southwestern part of town of the city. Okay. Okay. Not for today, guys, because we already have kind of a plan in place. Yes. But we know that that dragon will come running out if it sees a disturbance, right? Oh, I see where you're going. <laughs> Who wants to build little bag into that guy's house? Do <laughs> it in the bag. Yeah. Well, we have a thief. Okay. So, uh, so you basically so the situation right now is that you guys are sitting and you're enjoying a repast um, at nighttime, uh, deciding what you want to do. Kronos and Estelle are basically presiding over the uh, over the common room. Um, there are the three factors who are sitting at the bar. Uh, sort of eyeing you up, and that uh, sort of um, a grumpy peddler who is looks like he's finishing up his meal is probably going to go to get about to go to bed. 
he's he's told you that he has his um wares on a cart that is um currently right. parked outside the stables which is a separate building. I know we talked a lot about like some supplies and you guys got all upset about not wanting to pay highway robbery prices for rope and candles. So, I mean, I don't I think it's crazy talk to go back down the cliff even for something as valuable as rope. And if you don't want to pay for it with the gems that we found, then I say we uh sleep and um uh, go into the Tower of Scrutiny. I agree. Do not here's think what, town for rope. Here's here's what I, here's what I'm yeah. thinking. I'm not uh, an avaricious. I'm speaking. I'm speaking for him, if I may. Uh, I don't think he's too cool with like going down so far that we would need that much rope. Like anything that's deeper than we have rope to get to, might be somewhere we don't want to go yet. <laughs> Fair enough. Very good point. In, uh, some uh, spikes and another, you know, and a hammer or stuff like that would be, be helpful. But I, I think we I mean, just I, have, I have to... spikes and a hammer. We can buy, I can steal or buy rope. My only point would be that the hand that we just discovered to get up here required 200 feet of rope to get. So it's not so much that the rope is getting us to the most dangerous point, so much as circumventing danger, I think, is, well, I is what the rope is doing for us. <laughs> I bet it will go all the way down now that you know the, the command. I bet we can get all the way down to the ground level. No, I'm not saying the. I'm saying the, the value of the rope isn't in pursuing danger, but avoiding. No, it. yeah, we we get it. Yeah, yeah. The, the, yeah, yeah. As, as an item, it is a, a a circumvention of certain doom, not a, a right. pursuit of it. But right. Uh, yeah, I don't think we should blow a bunch of money on it, nor should we go to town Fine. for it. I would so, like to ask the peddler if he has rope and how much it is. Okay, we're presuming that it's unaffordable. Yeah, he's a he's a little bit. He's about to like turn in, you know. He's like, ah, and he kind of weighs you up, and he's like, I could use the money. Uh, let's see, what's he, what's he charging for this stuff? One million dollars. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he charges per, per want and then laddie. Ha. He's going to charge us per strand, isn't he? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> One moment while I open my PDF. It's made from <laughs> elven. I say ruffle still skin three times very fast. Is is. Is a uh, PDF the name of his uh, cart? There you go. Mule. <laughs> um, I don't know, and I know you're opening a PDF, John. We found three gems, but I don't think we have a value on those. Is that right? We do. We do. We so do. It's, it's in the notes. We have a we have a hundred gold gem. We have a ten gold gem. We have a fifty gold gem. We have a brandy canteen and two empty canteens. I've got oh, one yeah. of those empty canteens, by the way, and I'd like to I've, fill it. I've got plenty of rope for you if you want to. If you want some, got a coil fifty. It'll call. Oh, I'll charge you. Uh, let's see, uh, golden five silvers for it. Oh, that's actually only slightly more than I expected. I yeah. buy it. I don't care. It's a convenience uh, charge. Do you have more than fifty, or is that all you got? How much do you want? I want like two hundred. I can give you two hundred wow. links. Okay. I mean, David. Just so you know, feet. I have still. I don't have it anymore. That must have been part of the 50 that we used on the thing. So that would be six gold, right? And if you throw in more spikes and a flask of oil, get give him a 10 gold piece gem for that. Can we get some extra rations? I only have two days worth. If we're gone for more than two days, we're in trouble. We plan to eat you, so we're not really worried 
Dwarf is very tough. You might want to start with the priest. priest. Yeah, priest oh, looks at, looks priest. at his like pudge okay. in the middle and starts getting a little nervous. Let's move, let's move, let's move through this. Let's move through shopping quick. What do you want? Okay. Oh. Can we give him a two, ten, ten had a great idea. Can we give him a ten gold gem for two hundred feet of rope, some oil, a refill on spikes, and what was the last thing? Or is that a couple it? days of rations? I think we should get some rations. I don't think he'll throw in the rations. That's that stuff's expensive. Um, Excluding the rations, is that a deal? No, it's not a deal. Oil for, for all of that. Like he's he's gonna rope? want he's gonna want fifteen gold for everything but the rations. Really? Um, does he have Maybe any need a charisma check? I mean, <laughs> also I actually uh, I'm wrong. I've, oh, hold I've, on, you, he's gonna some... want. Um, hold on. Uh, six, nine, nine, ten point. He's gonna want uh, ten point five for all of that. Oh, I don't think. So, I, can I give, I can think... I give him a, a ten gold piece, Jim, and a really soft kiss on the forehead? No, <laughs> he's definitely not going to give up. you a deal. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah. okay, so I, um, I, don't I, mean, th- I don't think we need the oil flask. I, I, I have three. You got three? Oh, that's great. And, oh, okay. and, and some torches. I, I think we're. Yeah, I've got, right. I've got an oil well, and a, a, a hooded lantern as well. It's so. seven point five for iron spikes and two hundred feet of rope. Okay. Uh, is there anything else? I, like you said, I don't want to dilly dally too much. Can we just do like a quick, anything very novel or interesting in his inventory aside from normal adventuring gear? Okay, we'll throw. Once he got to top it up to the ten gold, yeah, gem. basically that's what I'm trying to really throw in. Chalk. Chalk. You could do chalk, yeah. Chalk. Okay, that's the cheapest nope. thing in the literally in the universe, guys. Do better than that. Is it is it the fancy colored chalk? You want a bag oh, of marbles? He's got some marbles. Hell yeah. Bag of marbles. Done. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's another sure. All right. You're gonna give Wait, do marbles function like caltrips? Do you trip people with them? You can't yeah. hurt people, but you can certainly uh, there's all sorts of interesting things you could do with marbles. Blow them down. <laughs> it's right. the perfect OSR item. One one. <laughs> all right. Put them in so your mouth and you sound like Marlon Brando. You all can right. entertain Let's yourself if there are children around. Who's gonna care all right. Cool. Um, All right, please. Uh, whoever's got the gem, mark one off. I mark. I have the gems. I'll mark one off. Okay. Great. Um, we have to figure out uh, who's carrying what. Yep. I'd also like one more thing before we go to bed. Is there any option for like storage here? Like, like I have a full not... inventory. I don't know what you guys' inventories look like. No, but... they don't. They can't keep anything safe. They Thank have a big sign on the door. The innkeeper's <laughs> wife is a like a a. Worshipper of a thief. <laughs> She's kind of cute. Vargas got a, a, a taking a shine to her. I think. <laughs> Be careful, Cronus uh, is giving you the side eye. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, I, I, he, he knows one when he sees the one. Room and we liked your vibe. All right, you never know. I can I can carry one more thing without getting uh, uh, the next layer of. So yeah, I, I can that. carry something as well. Point out is I have that cylindrical rod. I can keep. I can hold on to it. But if anyone has room. Hold it. It would free up a spot for the rope. I don't know if I have uh, uh, room for your rod. Okay. I, mm, I can carry 50 feet of rope. I think I should have all the... Well, I mean, we can split it up. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean... Uh, I assume the rope would be bundled rather than be four slots of rope, because it's a piece of rope. Just, like, wrap around my body. But I don't know. That's up to John. What? David, have you ever seen a coil of 50 feet of rope? Yeah. Like, Funky old hempen rope. Yeah, what about? 
pretty encumbering, man. <laughs> we tied this no, up into, one of, those, rough, into one of those bracelets, though. It's cool. You've never seen a mountain mountaineer's coil, baby. It's yeah, I have. When it's like the new modern like rope that is like. Okay, I'm gonna get a picture of like Edmund oh, right. right now. Okay. <laughs> All right, we need to get to exciting stuff. Items. Stat. So yeah, okay, please yes, write. Is, please write down the drill. item slots that it's taking up and decide no, where. It's I can something. carry three things. So tell me what you want me to carry. All right, carry my rod. Carry fifty feet of rope. There. All right, that was easy. I'm not carrying your rod, dude. Great, John. Do you want marbles and chalk? Take up encumbrance. Uh, chalk is. Uh, zero and marbles, I believe, are probably zero too. Let me see what I wrote. No, marbles takes up one because it's a bag of twenty. So it's like a you know. I I can hold I can hold the bag of marbles. I can put. Okay, bag of marbles. All right. Now, if I take anything else, um, Mike, you should take the chalk. It was your idea. Um, if I carry anything else, I'm starting to be encumbered. But I'm at one twenty. Who's at? Who's already at ninety? Oh, I'm already at ninety, dude. If, then, if I can take one more take... thing, I'll, I'll dip down into 60. I'm already in 90. Oh, wow. well, no, I'm, okay. I'm at 120 still, too. Yeah, if, I carry, if I carry three things, three more things, then I dip down into 90. Okay. All settled? No. Yes. Who, no. Who's carrying the other 150 feet of new rope? I I will carry it. Just take the encumbrance. You've got three more slots? Because it's 50 feet of rope per slot. I mean, even if you just whoever I'm, I'm the slowest. I'm limiting us already. I'm at ninety, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, it does matter because that means we can outrun you when we're being chased. What? Well, and it means we're leaving something behind when we find lots of loot and stuff. And it's a question of who's carrying what. So I don't know what David's encumbrance is. I can carry more rope, and then I'll be at the same spot as as uh, the priest. Three, three three sets of rope. Okay. I I did not mean to piss in a rabbit hole. Uh, let's just get 100 feet instead of 200 feet of rope. No, no, no. Negotiate the price all over again. Can we just? I will take another coil of rope. Thank and you. I will take. I will carry 100 feet of rope. Fine. There we go. Yeah, I have 100 feet. Ted has 100 feet. That's 200. And feet. I have 100 feet. Great. We have a metric ton of rope. Let's. Can Great. we go on? Do, uh, yeah. do we already have 50 feet of rope? You did. No, I had no rope, and then I bought 200 feet of rope. I'm giving what did you have no rope? How did we do all that other all stuff? All of the rope is on the side of the wall. We left, left all of the there. rope on the side of the wall. Yes, fixed. And, oh. and my yes. <clears throat> That's why we need more rope. Uh, sorry. I, I, yes. Okay. I got. I've got. I've got a hundred. Ted has a hundred. Mike, you don't have any. I'm at ninety movement, which is totally Great. fine. Perfect. Cool. All right. John, the important question is, what does he have on the sail rack? <laughs> yeah. Like last season's rope. How's that looking? It's a little frayed. All right. Well, so, out of all that, I got I got a box of chalk. Cool. <laughs> okay. Can we keep going? All right. <laughs> so he, he's happy to take your gold and your gems. He's you oh, know as he trudges upstairs. Um, and the rest of you guys. Well, it, uh, are you guys? Do you have any plans for the night? Or no, I'm going to bed. You're <laughs> going to bed. Okay. So you follow him up to the bunk room. Um, and uh, you all head to bed with your bellies full. Um, and uh, it's um, the. When the factors end up going to bed and um, and the peddler up there, they all kind of snore rather loudly. But so do you. So no big deal. Um, all right. So uh, one one quick question. Like I, I'm down a hit point, mm -hmm. which is bad news. Yep. Because uh, I can oh, walk on my head. And I will heal it. As a mage, yep. once per day, I may spend one turn to heal an ally. 
I will heal your wound, sir. Calling upon the powers and wisdom of the ancient ways, the very ley lines converge upon me, and my wisdom and knowledge form into a mystic, cohesive energy that heals you from the very essence of my soul. Which is precisely the amount of hit points that you would have been helped just by sleeping. <laughs> this, this way, you know, we get to commune and be That's right. Yes, you do it. You and just to do that. That's amazing. Yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. Awesome. Uh, all right, My so you God feel... has not deemed me worthy yet to be able to do this. I, I hope someday soon. It's the dark arts, unfortunately, for you, Amaricios. Okay, uh, so you wake up the next morning. Uh, why don't we see what the weather's like, shall we? Oh. Um, hold on a second. Be a... Where is my favorite? Over here. There we go. Right, right. Roll them. 2d6. Give it to me. Okay, I'll do, I'll do it this time. I'll do it this time. One, uh, two. Uh, that is a seven. Seven. I think that's the same thing as before. Uh, it's a warm, sunny day, which I think it was already. That's how you do it, guys. Yep. That's yeah. how you roll weather. Amazing. Yep. Wow. Wow. Pro. All right. 28. And the day after Taz Day is... The day after Taz Day is... Uh... Mitra's Day. No. Horus Day. Horus Day. Horus Day. Yes. Do you guys realize something? What? Do you know what this momentous occasion is? What? No. No. We made yes. it to our second day. You've lived a day. <laughs> Congratulations, guys. And someone's already went up a level, so that's fantastic. That's um, 24 hours. Okay. Um, I feel like that's... Uh... That's uh that's got to be a feat of exploration somehow, right? We've surmounted a <laughs> you've lived a day. A hazard or <laughs> a thousand XP. Uh okay, so the next day you you uh, are fed sturge omelets uh by Kronos himself. They are quite delicious for those who partake. Um and you feel well rested and feel like you could tackle the world. So what do you do? I say we walk back to the Tower of Scrutiny. Okay, oh. if you want to go back to the Tower of Scrutiny directly. Um whether yeah. going sort of as the crow flies through those small paths through the ruins like you did on the on the approach here, or actually going around the uh, through the north gate and down the main boulevard, it'll mm -hmm. take you around. I've already calculated this out around eleven turns total, which is close uh, close to two hours, I believe. Um, but that's if we're going at creepy crawly exploration speed, right? Yes, correct. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Since we've already walked this route, if we just retraced our steps we could i think we could reasonably go a little faster you could but there's you would still, be noisy yeah and there's still the noise thing is that's there, true man. there's still bugaboos out there that want to eat us i'm not seriously yeah, worried about noise i mean it's up to you guys but let's go it's a very well trafficked area with a lot of people i'm not expecting like a we haven't seen anybody else what have you i think watched? we should throw picks and shoulders over our shoulders you know and sing hi ho hi ho as we go but um now, if you, you want to be quiet. One, we only have one board. I should remind you too. I'm all for you guys heading out, but um, and you've already asked Kronos about the Tower of Scrutiny. He told you what other people have told him about the fact that it used to be like a um, a place where uh, worshippers of Thoth. Uh, I'm not worshippers. Um, it was sort of like a, a building of civic importance where they would actually like uh, broadcast out messages out to the forum and stuff like that. Um, right. But it was under the authority of the Church of the Temple of Thoth. Uh but that said, um, don't forget that um, uh, 
this man has like a lot of knowledge, right? There's a lot of stuff that he knows. Um, um, now, if, if if you're just going straight to the tower, totally cool, because um, he's told you what he basically knows about that. Um, the big thing, of course, being that people who have gone there from the inn, he himself had sent some of his people there, and they never right. returned. And it returned. They went in through those top windows, though. Right. We were actually had not told him we were going there and had not even mentioned to him that we'd been in it. No. Yeah. So I was assuming we were keeping mum as to where we were going this morning. I, I thought so, too. I, okay. Uh, Avaricius was curious, though, and I guess he would ask this over breakfast. Is, um, uh, you mentioned that you, uh, you sent the team to this uh, uh, Tower of Scrutiny, and, and, uh, and they, they went, you said they went up to the second time. How do you know they went up to the second floor? Did they're watching them? Uh, thought they didn't come back. Did they even get there? You're asking. That's true. Did I actually say that they went up to the top, or maybe, you did. or did you assume that because the bronze doors were locked? I can't remember. he's he's not he's trying. I, what I'm he's, saying, it, I'm, he's not trying to trick you. Like if I said that they went up to the top, I didn't mean to say that. He has no way of knowing that. Okay. I feel like we okay, did. So he does. So he doesn't. No, know. he did tell us that because we had the conversation when we were at the tower. Saying, oh, maybe we could just scale it and go into the windows. And we thought about it. And then we had that aha moment when he was telling us they went through the tower, the windows at the top. And we're never seen again. Anyway. Uh, Okay. Well, uh, you know, without, uh, you know, not intending to, you know, give our uh, plans away or anything, but, you know, he would ask, uh, you know, uh, what were, who are these, who are these people that you sent? Were they, how many of them were there a lot were they were they did they seem like competent people or did you think they were kind of going to die as soon as you said uh no we are we we, we armed and armored them and sent them on their way uh they're like uh these folks you see outside here and he sort of points out uh out one of the windows where there's um let me see who we got here uh precisely yeah these got like a couple guys of guarding um, the tower yeah, he's got some like a couple. He's got like four men for all-purpose tasks. They are like wearing a leather armor, and they have some daggers. Um, there's a couple of like younger boys that act as the grooms. Um, uh, yeah, so it's it's more like the the all-purpose men that they basically hired. Like they're re- they're they're local Thorkin men, not particularly right. adventuresome types, but um, they thought it might be easy pickings. Um, and right. so they, you know, they were just interested, and in, it didn't seem like any of the adventures that had rolled through. Uh, had much tales to tell about the tower, so they, um, you know, about exploring it, so they thought maybe, you see what was up there, nothing, but no, no, uh, no word from them. And how, 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 how long ago, prisoners in there, you know? How, how long ago was this that, that they went and you didn't hear back? Oh, it has to have been about, uh, a couple weeks now, I'd say. Oh, oh, oh. that's gonna smell. Oh yes, you you know, you know they're dead, right? I mean, that's I'm sorry. I'm more yeah. than likely. I hope they were not your good friends. He doesn't seem too displeased about it. It's not like they're family members. Wow, it's cool, Ooh. bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's, there's not like there's nothing in the end, John, where they like have like a name tag or like a, a like a, a I don't know a shoe from like everyone who fell in the, in the dungeon <laughs> or, or one of those like count, counters like days without incidents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Zero days since we lost an adventurer. Yep. How, how do I get a cocktail named after me in this bar? The coolest thing about this common room uh, is just the two continual light things that are causing a, a constant light. Okay. Right? That's about it. Well, guys, have we changed our thoughts on going to this tower? Because if we have, then we just kind of like we're 86ing our entire plan. 
right? Well, I do oh. have to ask whether whether John's tale of these adventures vanishing is is him telegraphing danger. <laughs> well, you, Which, had to, you had to I, interpret that for yourself, but yeah, they've sent um, some men I, who I were really, not that particularly uh, skilled, but they were armed and armored, and they have not returned. Right. Now, but I feel like they, A did not discover that secret door, and B did not enter that room that we found in there, and so C did not use that trap door. So I feel like we're in for terra incognita. Right. We're well, not going to meet. This. Go ahead. Mean, the general rule of thumb as an adventurer, and other resources would know this, that as you go down deeper, it gets easier. Yeah, right. If they were killed up in the top floor. It's too uh, much work for the monsters to go all the way down. So they stay at the top. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Monsters, we know this, are lighter than air, so they rise to the yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> I see. Oh, I would love if Everestius had, like, some really quirky, like, old pseudoscientific beliefs, right? Like, oh, I can tell like, you. I just told you that. I mean, the way that uh, yeah, that's, why, but... that's why dragons have wings, you know? They, yeah, of right? course. Oh, flight of dragons. It's all the helium, right? Right. <laughs> you build a bridge out of a duck, and if it burns down, it's a witch. Okay. I hardly got a, I hardly got a chuckle from a flight of dragons reference. Classic. All right. Fine. What's the plan? Trap door let's death. go. <laughs> let's go check out right. this tower. Let's, okay. Let's go. I, All right. I are you going to go by the road, or are you going to be going by the paths? Road. Road. Let's do the road. By the road. Okay. Now oh, we can man. scope out the pyramid as we walk by. And now that he's told us a couple things about, um, there was a uh, enter caverns through the pyramid. You move the arms of the statue. So I just thought I might look up the statue as we pass by and see if I can see what they were talking about. Uh huh. Okay, uh, one moment, please. Okay, so uh, you head back out the north gate. Um, it looks like the, uh, by the way, overnight. Oh, no, that's not true. Um, so there is a shift change. Like a couple of the men that they pointed out, well, actually, say that they sort of they they travel with you because safety in numbers sort of thing. If you allow them, so they're they're going to do a shift change in the morning. So the men that okay. actually um, were um, uh, that you met on the way out are actually going to be replaced, and they're like dead tired. And they're going to go back to the um, inn. So you make your way back out to the North Gate, and they exchange pleasantries with you and wish you the best as you head back into the ruins of Ardenvul. Um, and uh, and the the new men are up uh, that are up there as you make your way down the northern boulevard. Um, uh, as you approach the uh, Pyramid of Thoth, which at this point um, is having uh, the sun hit it from your left, right from the eastern side, like in the morning. Um, okay. You, uh, they, one shouts down, he's like, be careful of the baboons now, you hear? And he points out <laughs> towards the sun. Uh, so maybe we should pass around on the west side of the pyramid. Swing <laughs> around a little bit wide. Okay, so you... Um, oh yeah, we'll watch for baboons. Yep. Yep. As one so, does. Um, this is the same side that you went. This is the same side that you skirted around before, um, just coming from the opposite direction. So once again, the pyramid of Thoth takes up your well, entire vision. You can see wait, that. No, we we went on the eastern side before because we were looking in that well. It was full of light. All right, yeah, we, yeah, went this, okay. we went on this side right. over so, here. So uh, well, we're on a different side of the pyramid now. Got it. All right. So uh, there are the marble steps that rise up on each side of them, um, and the. Yep. Uh, Remember that they that they they form a striking line because on either side of those steps, um, it's just, it's like granite, like smooth granite, right? Um, and uh, they are worn in the center, 
and some of them are cracked. Right. Uh, that uh, and looking up, uh, this might actually be the first time because I think you were distracted the uh, by the light coming from the Eastern Boulevard from before. But if um, Osric, if you were actually like stopping and looking up the stairs towards the statue, okay, um, you will notice. Uh, that there is actually an image that has been carved into the exact center of each riser of those steps. Oh, yeah. Um, and there uh, are there are four separate images, and they alternate. All right. Um, as far as the eye can see, now you can't quite make them out as they go all the way up, right? Especially since you're on the darker right. side of the pyramid right now. Um, right. Um, but uh, uh, the four images that you see that repeat and then alternate, um, one you see is um, is uh, ibis-headed Thoth. So like the typical depiction of Thoth is a humanoid with an ibis head um, pointing both arms at a robed human descending a staircase. Okay. These are very much like Egyptian hieroglyphic two-dimensional abstract, you know, walk like an Egyptian sort of stuff, right? Uh, so uh, one is uh, Ibis-headed Thoth pointing his left arm at a bowing human who is presenting the god with a plate of scrolls and coins. And the third one is Thoth again. Um, this time he is spewing forth uh, from his mouth a long scroll inscribed with like abstract writing like you can't make, you know, it's not detailed enough to show, um, into the hands of grateful humans. And then okay. the, the fourth one does not depict Thoth. It's actually a baboon, um, which is associated, as you guys know, with Thoth by this point, um, squatting with an open book on its thighs, holding a pen in its paw and gazing at a group of humans. Um, a feather appears between the baboon and the people. Okay. okay. And that just That's repeats. Weird. Yeah. Okay. Okay, all the way, all the way up these steps, um, and there's and a lot. They're of all in the same. As far as we can see, up they seem to be like in the same order. Yes, correct. In that order, and then just repeats again. Um, one image per step. Then up at the top, um, Osric, uh, as you guys all noted from afar, there's a what appears to be a thirty foot squared platform that is sheathed in white marble. Um, there is a dark gray granite canopy um, that rises uh, 30 feet above that platform that's, uh, that, is, um, uh, that is supported by large, thick columns. Um, it's difficult to tell what kind of stone the columns are made out of. They look to be different than the marble um, because it is so dark, and the stone is definitely darker as well. Um, okay. And then uh, underneath that platform appears to be in the middle um, an enormous statue of Thoth. Okay, and does it appear to have its arms outstretched, kind of like maybe in one of the images we saw scribed uh, on a riser? Let's see what it looks like. Give me one second. Uh, the arms are actually flat against its side. Like, they're not raised or anything. They're, like, literally just, like, straight and, and down. So maybe you just have to shake his hand or something, and he opens the passage down. He has, like, that classic Egyptian pose of like one mm -hmm. foot slightly set, uh, uh, stepped yeah. in front of the other. Right. But the yep. arms are directly pressed against its side. Gotcha. Walking like whatever. An Egyptian. Oh, <laughs> <interesting>. <laughs> yeah. All right. So anything you want to do well, here? 
Um, no, I say stick to the plan. I think, right, guys? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I okay. Think we want to go. Good info, though. And you're moving carefully, right? Yep. Okay, so I'm going to say Watching the investigation. Investigating the, uh, the the pyramid right there just takes an extra turn, so I'm going to rat it off to a nice even 12 turns. Um, okay. So uh, by the time you get back into the form um, and you're gazing up at the Tower of Scrutiny, it's um, 10 a.m. Uh, but actually, I should check a couple of things before I say you're safely there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, I'm, oh, sure, I'm sure it's fine, John. <laughs> Almost forgot to do my DM duties here. Boo. Uh, da, da, da. That that's mostly involves uh, indulging our every whim and making sure we live through any encounter, right? Is that well, what no, he's, he's, he's <laughs> What's it in the rule book? The thing I love most about OSE are the balanced encounters and like the, <laughs> some you know, player competency. Yeah. Yeah. What's the combat rating <laughs> on that dragon? Uh, uh, I I heard that uh, John changed his middle name to Monty Hall. <laughs> okay, so uh, you do get there without incident. So you're being very careful. You're being very, very quiet. You don't hear anything untoward. The buzzing of insects and everything is normal and everything that you've heard be uh, as you heard before as the sun rises from the east this time. Um, and by 10 a.m., it's it's pretty well up there in the sky, right? So um, it blazes in full glory over the um, form and the Tower of Scrutiny because it is one of the few remaining struct whole structures besides the pyramid itself um, casts a long shadow across the forum, right? So, you know, um, and uh, you know the secret that very few other people know that there is an actual sliding panel door on the eastern side, which is fully lit. Yeah. You know? um, um, you can also see um, that is uh, definitely catching the sun at this point is the Well of Light, which is a little bit to your northeast now, right? It's like just like a glinting off in the distance. It's like it only catches your eye because you know it's there and you've seen it. Um, but right. Don't forget that's there. Mm -hmm. uh, what about the, um, the, the living tree? Is it doing anything... Has it changed significantly since we passed it? No, uh, but that's, you're, you're right. You're absolutely right. That would probably be the... the um, next to the tower the thing that dominates your vision the most would be that large mm, tree. particularly yeah. since it wanted to eat us i think and mm, indeed we are it even opened its eye on that mouth yeah. i was thinking about that and i'm not certain it was trying to eat us i think we just weren't patient enough in trying to wake it up it's thinking in tree time you yeah, know you're right i think maybe that's and if we would been i mean you know maybe we need to be a little more cautious but i think if we gave it a little more time we could actually communicate with it if you crawl inside its mouth, it'll spit you out in like three weeks. That's generally how it works. Or we try and get it to talk without eating us. Well, we didn't see any tree-related symbolism with the thaw stuff, right? No. No. Yeah, not. that's true. <clears throat> okay. Cool. Well, you know my thoughts about trees. I'm very traditional when it comes to this. So no trees for you. All right. Well, let's go down the tower. Tower then. Dark, scary tunnel is way up my, more up my alley. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go around to the back, open it up, go in, and uh, check right. out that trap door. Okay. So formidable squat tower, um, but very not not decorated at all. Don't forget that it has a uh, a, um, uh, a canopied roof of red tile that appears to have been mm -hmm. broken away a little bit, but there is a ring of open windows, clearly open windows above you, um, and. Uh, it rises about 45 feet in the sky, so it's got to be about, you know, four floors or so. Uh, but you know that there's got to be a level below because you found this trap door. 
Um, so you head around to the eastern side. You don't see any signs of anyone else having investigated in the time since you've been there last night or yesterday. Right. Evening. And let's move to the map here, shall we? Hmm. For loyal mm. visitors. Lo loyal. Oh, sorry, visitors. Loyal yeah, we know. Oh, I see how it is. Okay. All right. So yeah, uh, the, what I have here is it was a ten by ten dark chamber. The northwest side on diagonal. Yes. Uh, two doors so... in the west and the north. Walls with wooden pegs, and a five-foot trap door in the floor. So I shall. Uh, if you go to Albert, I have a blank map. Oh, here. nice. Uh, should you wish? Should you wish? You are not required to, but if, if you think it would make your lives easier, you may. Um, you should. Do, you should probably do this in um, five-foot squares. Uh, right. And Ted, yes, you are correct. So, um, on the, um, uh, basically the like south, that, the, hmm? like that, uh, the opposite, actually, three, if you three, move that three? trapezoidal part to the, to the, uh, Western side. Oh, crumbs. What's the, where's the eraser? Uh, <laughs> are, are we, are we doing North at the top? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Are we going to do the little squares as the five foot Ted or? Yeah. So, um, uh, right in the middle of that Eastern wall, Ted is the secret door. And that leads to a, um, like, so Eastern. Oh no, it was on the East, wasn't it? Eastern, yeah. Yeah. On the right side. So, All right. And, All right. and then okay. there is like, and then there's like a five foot little postern that basically straddles that line to the east. And then there's a second, there's a, like a second sliding door that leads out to the. Oh, the wall is five foot thick. Yeah, basically, yeah. Oh, what is? Well, that? it's not it's not a five foot thick wall. It's sort of like there's like a, this tiny little room that you move through to open up another panel. Um, so there's like two secret doors, right? Gotcha. Well, for the sake of argument, we'll just do none of that. That's correct. That. That's what it's like. That's exactly what it's like. Okay. Yeah. And then we should we have a trap door, something like right in the center. That. That's correct. So now there are um, there are two doors uh, leading out of the room on the, on the north and the west. That's correct. Now, I don't remember if you checked those doors. We but, did not. But not. inside, it, like we played with the cloaks and then we left. That's right. Yeah. So there are mm -hmm. um, there are walls that are lined with um, wooden pegs, um, and there were fifteen sets of what appeared to be um, ceremonial robes, um, and one was made of silk and has survived completely intact. as bright orange, had blue embroidery that depicted Ibis's baboons. And yep. one that had the fourth secret name of Thoth, uh, called the Light of Comprehension. Did someone take that yeah. robe, or is it still lying? I took that robe, okay. And no, I'm I debating think... putting it on, yeah. but I'll I, wait. I think I think somebody should. I think that this is, if any place is the place to wear that robe. All right. Um, I also made a, I I would use a little bit too much hyperbole last time. The other robes don't disintegrate with a touch. It's just that they are in various states of of um, okay. like. Decay, right. yeah, okay. like they can't be worn though. They're not going to like fall off of you. You know what I mean? And I mean, and that's the relevant. It's question. just like there's this right. one is like like obviously of like a priest of rank versus these other ones which weren't as good. So, as, 
So now question guys to the rest of us put on like the other three best quality. And does that jack up our ability to get to weapons and stuff like that? I don't know. I think he was saying that we can't, we can't wear them. They're not, they don't seem to be wearable, right? They can't, they can be worn. Yeah. Oh, they can. Yeah. They're just like, but they're more like rags, right? You know what I mean? Like they're not as, as um, voluminous and full as the silk ones. But it is something. Well, I will totally wear the fancy ones, John. And, yeah. Uh, I believe that this is definitely in keeping uh, with my mystic, harmonious nature. Okay. I am so, so everyone dons one? Yeah. Okay, so sure. uh, they, uh, they they fit relatively well, except for Gorand, of course. So Gorand, <laughs> Gorand puts his on and uh, over top of all of his other gear, and uh, Gorand being Gorand, of course, it's like it, it stretches over your wide you know, mass, but it's also right. quite large on you. So it sort of like drapes down <laughs> over your feet, you know? Um, Can I trim it? Can I take my dagger and cut the, the excess material off the bottom so I don't trip? When yeah, I'm you can do away? that if you want to. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say that it, it took a turn to, um, uh, yep. to dawn these things. Um, now, what are you doing for light sources, by the way? Um, I have a bullseye lantern. Love. Yeah, I have a lantern. Still Mine's already cocked. I would, I would love to be able to have my shield and my hand weapon out. My, my plan originally, David, was since I am not really the fighter or the stabber, is that I should carry the lantern. Do it. And if I need to put it down to use my staff with two hands, then we can. Uh, and in the risk. There's a risk of knocking it over, but if that happens, then I can make light with my staff temporarily until we get the lantern relit. Okay, Osric, you are carrying the lantern, and you got the staff I'm in the other the hand. Okay, staff in the other hand. Uh, mark off a flask of oil, please. It's already in the lantern with one uh, turn uh, taken off of it from when we were in here before. Gotcha. Right. This is so it has 23 turns of oil remaining. 23 turns. Got it. I shall mark it. Got it. Okay, uh, Gorand has his shield and sword. Uh, yeah, shield and which one? Uh, short sword. Short sword. Barger, what do you have in your hands? I'm gonna be donning the old blackjack. Oh, okay. Oh yes. Okay, just that. Oh, just the blackjack and freehand in case I need it. Okay. Uh, with you know the intent of knocking someone out if I need to. Great, Avaricious. Um, I will uh, be carrying my shield and my mace. Excellent. All right. Classic. Hey. All right. The uh, object shines the light forth, um, illuminating those pegs and these um, solid doors. So. So I would like to open the trap door, guys. Do we want to give a listen first? Maybe see if we hear like ah behind the other side. Yeah, it's <laughs> a great idea. I like you that. You may have a point, but I don't like it. <laughs> I want to see what's down there. But you don't like me having points, or you don't like <laughs> listening to doors. I don't like also, waiting. Can I? Can I also suggest that maybe we listen at the other doors? Why not we listen to all? Uh, Here's our free. We have two. <laughs> listen right. at the doors. The mystic. John, I'll, listen at, I'll listen at the northern door. Okay. Uh, you guys can make um. Uh, your rolls. And that's just uh, a one in six chance, right? My, my I don't idea, know. I you should have it in your character sheet. Uh, well, John, I don't have any special abilities, so I think it's just a a one. Hey, <laughs> uh, and I, I will listen. You, you did the Western one. I, 
Wait, did you do the Western one or the Northern one? Northern door. Okay, I'll I'll listen at the Western. Uh, okay. Western. Uh, a four. Okay. It sounds good. Who's listening at the trap door? No one yet. Barger. <clears throat> no one. Yeah. I know. I am. I am good. Okay. Can I come through? Uh, it has not shown up on there. Oh, there it is. What is your listen? Is it that high? Uh, oh, I think my listen is just one and six, so I rolled a... Okay. Yeah. All righty. Uh, let's see here. Dude, my listen is two. I'm awesome. I'm pretty awesome. That's pretty good. We've always said that about you. Uh, you oh, yeah. No one hears anything. Is that what we said? <laughs> <laughs> Right. All well, right. It's, it's quiet. It's fi- probably fine. I'm sure everything is fine. It's good that we checked, though. All right. So, how does this trapdoor open, John? Is it like a classic ring on one side? Is Correct. there? A... Yep. Okay. Um. So, if I were to grasp the, like, I put down the the lantern, perhaps. No, you know what? Varger's got a free hand. Maybe you should open it. Maybe you should check for traps. Varger's yeah, does, does... What, what Ted's thinking is Varger has seven hit points and should definitely open that trap. <laughs> yeah, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking if I put down the lantern and, you know, da-da-da-da-da. He actually has a free hand. He should just lift the trap door. But, you know, he should check for traps. That's a but good that, idea. And, and before, uh, we, we, before we do anything, just looking, um, does this trap door look like it has <clears throat> been in use or does it look like ancient and crusted over like the rest of the fort? Uh, it's not like crusted over, but it but it does not look like it's been seen seen use in some time. Much like awesome. the rest, like look, much like everything else in this room, right? Like it's okay. yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Uh, can we drip a little oil on the hinges if they look rusty? And sure, you can do that. Make it easy. Yeah, yeah. good idea. Yeah, yeah, I think we drip some oil on the hinges. Also, when the door opens, I suggest we all be on the other side of the door, like the so that we're all over here and the door opens like that. <laughs> Do we want to do that thing where we put the rope and pull it? So we're not like, oh, hi! Barger has opened the door. Awesome. Good job, David. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. The door opens and you are not dead. (laughs) I laugh now, but of course there's going to be some door where you open it. And if you're not curious, you're not. Of course, of course. uh, I'll shine the light down the hole. Okay. Uh, so you, Varga, you open the door and, uh, Osric's lantern light, uh, shines down. You can see that, uh, 10 feet below you into the basement here, um, is a, another room that is ex- of the exact same dimensions. Um, Ted, if, if you're going to map it, I would just pick like, you know, a, a spot furthest from, so you can have these sort of multiple levels. Yep. Yep. Um, okay. Let's see here. I'll go down. I'll go down here. Uh, you said the room was the same dimensions? Same dimensions, but not with the same um, e- points of egress. Does it have the little uh, notch? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so uh, this appears to be like some sort of like storage closet or something like that. Um, you're not really sure because your light illuminates as you're sort of staring down into the room. Um, a bunch of like what appear to be sort of like practical items all in sort of like a... a deteriorating state um there's like a couple of brooms there's a mop um there's a small cask which is sealed um 
there are two bolts of some sort of like deteriorating cloth. Um, another bolt of what appears to be bright orange silk, similar to the silk that the robe um, had. Uh, there is a large mallet, um, some sort of small kit that's sitting next Wait, to the mallet. A large mouth? Mallet. 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 Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't pay no attention to the mouth. And, um, and there appears to be, like, on a nail that's actually kind of been buried into one of the walls, there appears to be a set of, uh, like, a key ring with a bunch of keys on it. Ooh. Yeah. Then there right. is a door, um, a wooden yeah. door that, uh, similar to the ones that looked, like, that you're facing now at the north and the west. There is one that um, is actually in that notch, in the northwestern notch, directly in the middle. There does not appear to be any other exits out of the room. Um, how many how many keys do there seem to be on that key ring? Does it look like a lot of them or like two? Uh, it looks like a lot of them, yeah. Okay, cool. I say we go down. Is there is there like a ladder or steps? I didn't hear that no. part. If only we had 200 feet of rope. Oh, there's 200 feet of rope down, rope down there, guaranteed. We're going to go down there, and it's going to be like rope central. Yeah, that's right. So is there anything we can fasten the rope to up here? You could fasten it around the trap door, right? If you, if you want to hop down, like if you're worried about hurting yourself, you can hop down without any problem. Or it's just, it's just a matter of getting back up. Getting back up. Yeah, yeah that's, what I, that's what I would do. So I want, to, I want to leave a rope for us to get back up if we need to. Yeah, just tie a big loop around the trap door, like where the hinges are, and then just dangle it down and sure. into if that, if that seems logical enough, I'll do that. Maybe we That's want to one leave. set of 50 off my inventory. <laughs> I'm getting lighter every day. <laughs> maybe there's something that we can leave in case it falls to, to that's, block it. Like uh, maybe a little, That's a good point. Like a little um, rock or something. This uh, is what the, the golden rod was for. I'm well, sure that's at, what at all. If I may, if I may, this is sure, what sure. iron spikes are for. You spike into yeah. the floor. You run the rope down over the edge, then the trap door can't close because it hits the rope. Done. Okay. Love that idea. Cool. Okay. All right. And we lower down. ourselves down. Yeah. Yeah. So shining the light in the room, taking a good scan of it to make sure there's no danger, then rigging the rope. Um, we'll take a turn. Yeah. Done. Okay. So... After that, I will go first. Brooms, mops, bolts of cloth, a mallet, Yes. So, uh, who's, who's down there? Is everyone down there? Yep. Yeah. Okay. I think yeah. we all go. All right. So, uh, upon getting a better look, now that you're down here and, and you can see all the different cor all the corners and everything like that, as you're all uh, down here with the lantern, uh, two brooms, a mop, a small cast that is sealed. That uh, does appear that there is some um, in some of the, like the seams of the cask, or like maybe like uh, well, there, there, there's the around like the rim. I would say there's a little bit of what looks to be like a whitish powder. A little bit, like a couple of stains that kind of like, obviously, like from whatever is inside, um, like uh, a fine, fine powder. Um, and uh, what I say, um, three bolts, two of them are of linen, but they're basically like completely deteriorated, like, like worthless. One is of um, one bolt of like orange silk, which looks very, very valuable. Um, and that small little kit is uh, when you look at it, it appears to be a sewing kit it has like needles and thread. Inside. Um, oh, that's nice. We could make other robes for us if we wanted to. We could all have that, um, or we is, could sell this silk. There is a the I mallet um, is a tool. Um, it obviously, can hurt people if you want to, but it would be an improvised weapon. It is not meant to be wielded. Right. As a, you know, um, there are um, what appears to be next to the mallet. 
that you didn't see because it was hidden behind it when you were looking up above. Some extra door fittings, right? Um, and uh, and then next to that is the uh, nail with the key rings on it. It appears to be about a about ten or so rings, like a whole bunch of them. Well, let's take that for sure. Absolutely. And I say we leave the other stuff uh, until we come back. But that bolt of cloth, I bet, is worth a good bit of coin. Uh, just to clarify, what is the door fitting? I just mean like hinges and handles. Yeah. Oh, hinge. mm-hmm. oh, like oh, all, the, oh. all the hardware. Yeah, you need to spend more time at Home Depot, my friend. <laughs> Listen. Uh, so, uh, real just quick survey of the floor. Does it, it? I'm assuming it doesn't look like a bunch of people have walked around. No, this looks. Yeah, in fact, I guess when you, guys, a... when you guys dropped down, there was like a big puff of dust. Yeah. Should we need a sanctuary in the future? This might be a good hiding spot. Yeah. Can I just um, make a point, John? We would have shut the door to the outside of the tower behind us. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Assumed, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So when you got down there, a lot of dust, and then there is—it's definitely like a musty smell of like um, you're probably probably being um, from the uh, from the cloth. So my question is this: the robes we are wearing mm-hmm. are they comprised of the uh, similar linens as the like bolts? Uh, I'm gonna say yeah. My in my so mind, the you, ones that you were wearing were made out of cloth that deteriorated, but <clears throat> linen probably would be more appropriate. Yeah, is it track to say that like it may behoove us to spend a little time patching up the rough ones, or do you think that's a waste of time, guys? Well, he, he said this was rotten cloth down here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, I missed that. It's, okay. it's, yeah. it's only the it's only the silk that seems. It's only the silk that's mm-hmm. good. Uh, yeah. I see. My mistake. The cask is this like a. You know, fifty gallon. No, barrel it's actually a like small cast. It's the kind that you would. It was deliberately in size so that you could um uh, hoist it onto one one shoulder. You know what I mean? Right. Like like this. So white it's a pork barrel. Is it labeled like cocaine on the side or or like <laughs> soap flakes? Or something? Does it? Yeah. Does it smell like like cleaning fluid or? Uh no. Uh, it, do you smell the powder? Yeah. Uh, so it smells like um, like uh, starch, like flour. Oh, okay. Did I miss this? Are there any doors out of this area? Yes. On this on the angled wall. Correct. To the northwest. All right. So oh, I, I, yeah, we're in the cleaning one. janitor's closet or something here, I guess. Or the you know, maintenance monk. Um <laughs> it, is, it seems weird that the only egress um I guess there could be another doorway up somewhere else in this level. Okay. This, I, I bet this is like a closet for the lower level, the same way as the closet for the upper level. Like a tailor shop or something, right? John, so, when we were walking around the tower, it's about 30 feet to a side on the tower, right? Uh, I actually had that exactly. Give me one moment. Uh, 40 feet square. 40 feet square. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I, my guess, guys, is that when we look in that, this angled wall is going to open into a central shaft inside the tower. That's just my prediction. Probably like a, st- a stairwell that goes Possibly around. a stairwell or a bell tower or a combination of this. It's weird so that they have like a, a trap door here. Maybe the trap door is to get the big cats that them down or something. It's right. bringing in supplies, something like that. Yep. Let's um, take a look. Is is the door labeled in any way? The trap door? No. Oh, oh, oh the, the, the door leaving the out of here? Out. No. It's actually very, very plain. It looks similar to the doors that you were... Um, that you were that were up above you. I'm, I'm going to go listen at the door again, John. All right, yeah, and then let's go. go. Let's go check it out. Okay. Boop. 
Oh, nada. Nothing. Okay. Not, not a three. Yeah. Uh, let's not forget to uh, d- declare our dice rolls for our our redoubtable podcast listeners. I I apologize. I rolled a D six and got a three. <laughs> there we go. Uh, Mike Mike yeah. did bad. Mike rolled bad. <laughs> he, he rolled bad. bad. Like, bad. Uh, you hear nothing. You hear nothing. Okay. Another turn well, goes mean, by. That means it is safe. That is good. Well, I say okay. Next thing, actually, uh, we have these set of keys. Is this door actually locked? Does it have a lock? Does it look locked? What's a handle look like? Uh, good question. One moment. I'll double check. Uh, there is a um, a keyhole here. Yeah. Um, if you're just looking, you're not touching. Are you going to test the test uh, the handle? Oh no. Well, I will flip around the keys on the key ring and see if there's one that looks like it'll match this lock. That a bunch of them do. They all look like oh. relatively similar. Sweet. Hmm. Is one key like really well worn? Like that's the janitor's main key kind of thing. <laughs> uh, no, I can't say that. One have a little. Skull it's a good question, on but it. no, no. They all look fairly <laughs> uniform, except obviously for the things that actually plunk down the tum- the tumblers, right? Um, but they 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 look of a of a kind, you know, like they all got made at basic oh, right? basics plus hardware. And so far, we have only looked at the thing. We have not tried okay, it at all. It might just work. I'm going to open the door. Yes, thank you. <laughs> All right, Varger, test the door. Um, and surprisingly enough, this one is open. Ha-ha! Yeah. Your light uh, over over your shoulder, Varger, Osiris, light shines forth a bit into what uh, what you would assume to be the central chamber of the tower yeah. here in the basement below ground. Okay. Uh, an interesting kind of dreadful sight. Uh flickers in your lantern light uh, dominating the center of that this was room. Poetic. <laughs> you like that? Uh, so relatively, uh, I'll give you the exact dimensions a little bit later, Ted, but you're looking at a 20 foot by 20 foot square chamber that has passageways that lead out at the cardinal directions. All right. Directly across from you in the center of the room is a pillar. Um, and there is a, a strange, what looks to be like a, a, an apparatus of some sort that is about five and a half feet above the floor that is attached to that pillar. And that apparatus looks to be in the shape of an Ibis's head. It's just sort of jutting out of this kind of cylindrical pillar. Awesome. Um, it cranks up to fully incredulous. <laughs> uh you can see, uh, but then, so you're looking at, you're like, what is that? You know, and then, and then, you know, dun, 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 and your, your, your lantern light illuminates what's scattered across the ground, which are scores yeah. of skeletal remains. Yeah. Oh, that's not good. Among the remains, there's a bunch of rusted and ruined weapons and bits of armor, as well as you can see glinting in the ladder light, little bits of treasure as well. Now you guys have silently opened the door. And your light has shown in. You are being very, very quiet as you suck in these gas of, of, uh, of air as you kind of see, as you witness what you see. Okay. Okay. Everything is very, very quiet. It's also very, very cold. Oh. Aha! Hold oh. the phone. I remember something oh. that was pretty bad about with the with the cold. Okay. Stuff. Um. 
Wait, I feel like this is a there's a mage thing. Ooh. Uh, we just push Varga. The out pillar is four feet bones. in diameter. Four, oh, four feet in diameter. Wow, that's mm-hmm. pretty good. It's pretty large. Yeah. Um. Oh no, I guess I uh, I'm thinking of my detect magic power, but not does not equate to a detect undead power. Okay. Oh, but that's still pretty cool. Yeah, it works on yeah. objects. Um, on one object, you can't just do it in, a, in an area. I I tried that um, earlier. You may recall in a tower. I think we were in. I was trying to see if it was magic, and John kind of allowed it, but it's clearly not what the uh, power is for. And I think in this particular scenario, I'm not going to get a lot of traction with John on that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, my understanding is it, it's not like is there magic in this place. It's like is this thing magic? This thing magic, right? Like. Think of it as Gandalf trying to figure out whether the ring is the one ring or not kind of right. thing. You know? we, what's the apparatus on the central pillar, guys? What do you think that is? I think it cranks up a head up into the upper chamber and it you use it for worshipping Thoth. Or it's a radio antenna to God. God only knows. You know, so, the, so the room itself is like 20 by 20, so it does fully illuminate the room. It just, uh, whatever is beyond that pillar to the northwest is sort of is obscured because you can't see past the pillar. Is right? there a ceiling? But, huh? Is there a ceiling in that room, or does it uh, go well, straight up? Okay, so uh, looking up, you can see that it does indeed go uh, straight up. Now, you haven't entered in. Okay, you're standing in the doorway. Um, and so you, you can't, you're not like, you're not peering straight up to see how far it goes, but you can see that it actually, like, like the whole room is like a like a shaft that goes all the way up, right? Okay. What did I say? Is uh, it, but uh, interestingly enough, though, um, even though you saw from the outside that the conical red tiled roof is uh, has been broken, you know what I mean. Like like it would obviously leak in sunlight. There is no light coming from what you would assume all the way up. So Whoa. it's either blocked by another floor, or something okay. is happening to block that light. Are the bones crushed? Uh, no, they're not crushed, but they are scattered. Some of them are whole. Some are more scattered than others. Um, and some of them have the remnants of um, armor and weapons. Some of the weapons are actually glinting, and there is the glinting of coins as well. I was just thinking if it was a masher. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, there's no, there's no evidence of, of crushed bones. That's Do it. any of those bones look fairly fresh, like, say, a couple of weeks? Uh, no. John, can you they see my older. map? Uh, yes. So, Ted, um, you are spot on, except it's not an octagon. So you just want to uh, make right angles of the southwest and northeast. Okay. Understand? So two corners are angled, but the other two are not. Yep. And then you have it perfect. And then there's exits at the cardinal directions. Uh, that's correct. They are... Uh, uh, yes, yeah. So if you look at each wall being like 15 feet... Then the, the the passageways out are in the middle section of each one of those, right? Yes, you got it, Ted. But those are passageways, not doors. Right. <clears throat> okay. Five, five foot, five foot wide passageways. Okay. All right. Using our rope again, <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if we tie a rope around somebody, keep the door open, have someone venture into the room. And then get ready to jerk them back through the door if something like awful starts happening. Uh, yeah. I would like to add on to that plan. Perhaps it is the foolish person who is wearing the robe 
that might not have them be instantly attacked. Yeah, I thought you might say something like that. Hey, you were the one who wanted to wear the robe, my friend. I was going Great. to volunteer to do that. What the... Hey, hey. John, can I get any kind of... You said an apparatus on the central pillar. Do I have any kind of mechanical knowledge to kind of look at that and see <laughs> if I can tell? Is it a gear system? Is it a pulley system? Is it... Is, what is it designed to do? Or is uh, it just arcane in nature? Uh, you can't... You definitely cannot... You, you've never seen anything like it. It's just very, very strange and foreign. However, your dwarven... Uh, what you know from being a dwarf is that... The, like, your, it's, your your initial thing is what you said is... Or, wait, let me start over again. Osric, I believe, made the um, call that uh, perhaps it is something that uh, would be raised all the way up. Or did you say that, Mike? No, Ted did. That would ratchet up. You can confirm that that is not the case. There is no, like, groove or anything like that that it would slide up, right? Mm -hmm. Like, the pillar appears to be uniform um, in, you know, like, there's no uh, no mechanism that uh, other than the actual head itself. Um, so it looks like it is uh, of a different sort of material than the stone of the pillar, and it has been bolted on somehow uh, to, to project from the pillar. But it's about five feet uh, five feet five inches off so it looks like it's r right around the average height of where someone else's head would be should you walk up to it right are the bodies are the bodies in the room headless uh no there are skulls and the no i know there's skulls, skulls, no, there's skulls like... <laughs> oh some of them are scattered away from the rest of them some of them aren't uh, the penitent man kneels before thoth <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, i'm curious about the uh, what? Where is Thoth looking? Is he looking up? Is he straight uh, ahead? Straight ahead. Okay. Yeah. Which way is he facing? Uh, he's facing west. So he might not even see us right now. This might be. The apparatus looks like it spins. Uh, no. So uh, apparatus may not be the right word. It looks like literally like a statue's head that is projecting from that pillar, made of a different material. Oh. oh. I we don't see any mechanical, mechanical contrivance. No. And we're kind of looking at the back of it. If it's facing west, we're kind of looking okay. at the back side of it. Yeah, you're um, kind of getting it at an angle. That's correct, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. All right. So um, not an we, You guys okay. know I actually have another dwarfy thing. I can detect room traps as long as they're non-magical in nature. Oh, well, worth a try. A dwarfy. You do have to actually, like, engage with the room, though. You can't I just... know. I understand. <laughs> guys, I... I have that rope around me, and I will go out and be the one to go check. I think it makes. I think actually, Matt's right. Like I'm wearing these robes. I think it makes sense. If it's based on some kind of. Let's get it going. Okay. Come on. All right. I will, uh, in a very high priest sort of fashion, that the uh, I will. I have my um, my uh, <clears throat> uh, my light, uh, but in this case, it is in fact the light of comprehension. Here, this lantern and the uh, the staff which is of course one of the pillars of wisdom and I will uh, step into the room uh, trying to avoid making a clatter on the bones okay uh, so I'll just take a five foot step in and and see if I die immediately okay roll me a d6 please oh hell Varger, before <laughs> anything happens before anything happens John Varger is like if this makes sense, going to kind of be like sitting on the ground, legs against the door for like maximum leverage, like ready to yank. Gotcha, right? okay, like, yeah. sure. I am, I'm like, I am fully like clasped against yeah. uh, every surface, ready yeah. to pull this. 
And take, right. taking in I the have, room and thinking about why I had to approach it also took a turn. I have rolled a d6, and the number that it has rolled is 6. 6 is the number I have rolled. Okay. That's, That's got to be good. That's, That's got to be very good. good or very bad. <laughs> it is the number of skeletons that have risen up from the <laughs> dust. Okay. Or it's the number of uh, gold pieces I've just found. I don't know. How do you magnetize something? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So the light of comprehension and the pillar of wisdom, John. I'm I'm here. I'm here for the Toth thing. <laughs> right. Super channeling. Right. My priest. All right. You you step in and you're trying to be as careful as you possibly can. Right. Um. And you you can't help it though. But there's so many bones on the ground. You you can like just like a little. And you stop. Ugh, okay. And you listen and you hear what appear what you think at first is like a like the breath of wind from somewhere, although you have no idea where, um, coming from the, uh, let me double check here, uh, from, here's <laughs> to be like the Western passageway. And you also hear at the same time coming from both the West and the South, what appears to be, um, like emanating both from both passageways, but probably coming from the same source, uh, a grinding of stone of some sort of like of, of stone moving, um, and then the wind actually picks up and becomes a very low male moan. Oh, and it starts to encompass, uh, like all of your guys' uh, uh senses, and everything gets bone chillingly cold. Uh, let's say I will take a five foot step back, <laughs> I don't want them to break my spine. <laughs> Uh, but I don't want to close the door just yet. I'm super curious to see what's going on in here. <laughs> okay. So, uh, well, actually, wait, as, uh, just real quick. I, so I hear that I'm about to take a five foot step back. I just look on the floor immediately around me. If there's something shiny or gold, I'm going to grab it and then step back. Uh, yeah, I can, I'll say that you can, I got to pay some bills, you know, your, your heart sinks as you, as you, as the, as the temperature changes and you hear this voice, but you, you have the presence of mind being an adventurer to grab something. Um, yeah. So we'll, we'll make it random. Um, why don't you roll me, uh, let's see. One, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, four. uh, roll me a D eight. 1d8. I am rolling the d8, and the number I've rolled is three. three. One more than two, and less than four. Three is the number I have rolled. All right, you you <laughs> scoop up you scoop up five silver pieces off the ground. That's oh, better good. than nothing. It's much better than zero silver pieces. <laughs> okay, as you step carefully back uh, into the room, um, but don't close the door as the moan gathers strength. You see a some sort of strange, massive, eight foot tall creature emerge into your lantern light from the southern passageway. Uh, it is appears to be roughly humanoid shaped, like it's it's like bipedal and has two arms and like what looks like a head, um, but it is uh, like a roughly shaped stone, like a like a humanoid thing of stone that sort of steps. <laughs> into the into the room eight feet tall um and it kind of it, it has um uh it has in its fist its stone fist actually has like two what appears to be outgrowths of stone that actually form like what to be like dual wielded clubs 
right? Right. Its head is completely featureless, but it appears to be sensing around as it looks around. And then um, it definitely like sees you with your lantern light and it moves quickly um, uh, towards you to engage. At the same time, as you're sort of like staring up at this thing like, oh, fuck. Um, out of the western corridor. Uh, the door. <laughs> no, hold on. <laughs> Goodbye, it has been nice knowing you. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> uh, hold on one second. Try not to bleed on the robe. <laughs> the robe might save his ass here, guys. I don't think my staff is going to do it. <laughs> Crack. Let me get in. Let me get in. It's important. It's important. Give me a second. Uh... So maybe this is uh, we're gonna watch a, an arena pit fight between a stone golem and an iron golem or something. I don't know. Uh, okay, oh. so uh, no, a uh, what appears to be a semi-corporeal form, humanoid form, comes uh, gliding out of the western corridor. Its eyes made of red fire, and it is draped in what appears to be uh, uh, ceremonial robes of thoth. Um, it has a ring on its finger. Uh, which appears to be uh, rather plain, but is obviously magical in nature. Um, and it, uh, um, let's see, what else does it have on it? I want to make sure I get it right, sorry. <laughs> yeah, and his face, uh, it appears to be Archontian, uh, but it is, uh, shrunk back in like a like a rictus of of rage and um and hatred for all things living as it sort of pours into the room uh cold emanating from it as a source and it, you can hear it says who disturbs lucius the second overseer and it, it glides towards the light so you are in the doorway right now, um, and they are both moving quickly. However, should you wish to close the door, you can do that before we roll initiative. Um, <laughs> yes, uh, it, it is I, uh, Osric, the third overseer. Sorry to bother you. Click. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so the um, uh, as you close the door, you hear like a loud, like a, you are physically like uh, pushed back. Uh, Varger probably would be as well. Um, like as as uh, the the huge stone guardian thing like pounds into the door. You can hear the door visibly crack and see it crack. Upsy Daisy boys. I would like I would like to go up the rope. Yep, yep, up the rope. Okay, so uh, what I need you guys to do is roll initiative because we're gonna see how fast you guys can get the fuck out of here. Fuck me. <laughs> I can't fight a stone. Are you going to try to talk to him at all? You better use those words well. I mean, I, like, I'm willing to try and talk to Lucios, but I don't think I can talk to the golem. He doesn't even have eyes. He can't see my robes. I got a three. Oof. Uh, what are you rolling, Matt? Uh, am I rolling it? Okay. Well, you're going up the ladder first, or the rope, I mean. Uh, oh! Two. What'd you get? I rolled a two. A two? Okay. All right. So um, as uh, I assume that the rest of you guys are going to try to hustle up the ladder as quick. Or, uh, I'll go up last, up but yeah. Okay. So as you guys are like scrambling backwards, um, the door like just flies off of its hinges. Like, 
Um, I need everyone to make me a um, a saving throw versus uh, what do we got? Paralyzed, paralyzed poison, pet, pet poly. Give me the saves again. There's death, death poison, magic wands, paralysis, petrification, breath attacks, spells, magic rods, magic stabs. Uh, let's do breath weapons. Breath weapons. Of course. Bastard. And we're trying to roll higher than our save. Hit it or higher. Oh, boy. Okay. All right. I'm oh. going to roll mine first. I got a d20. Oh. I need to beat a 13. Ugh, fail. All right, uh, I'll go next. Mine. Oh, well, that's fine. Oh, Varger, you rolled yours? Sorry, I clicked mine very fast. Uh, the deed has already been done. I got What's your roll? 15. Does that make it for you? I need a 16. Okay. Where are the other rolls? It's pretty um, <laughs> I needed a 15, but I rolled a 9, so I failed. Okay, I'm the last one. Here I go. I have to get a 16 or higher. I, I just need to, like, are, are you guys, do those... Results fade, or are you guys Xing out of them? Oh, I'm sorry, I Xed out of it. Yeah. I haven't Xed out of mine. Mine's still there. Okay, so I, uh, I Xed out of mine, but by the fifteen. So who uh, raise your hand if you failed? Everyone did. Everyone failed. <laughs> it is nice. Everyone failed. failed. All right. Okay. Cool. Uh, all of you uh, are going to take two points of damage as the door no! the door uh, flies off of its hinges and basically like mows into you mows into you guys like a bowling ball scattering you like like pins as um as you guys were all clustered around the rope like get the fuck up get the fuck up and standing uh dominating uh you can't even see the full height of it as this stone guardian um as it uh as it stomps into the room uh and <clears throat> cold emanating from behind it uh, I will immediately drop to my knee and beg the forgiveness of Lucios, the second overseer, and I beg for his forgiveness for my temerity to disturb him, and uh, please, you... I throw myself at his mercy. Are you actually staying there? I, I, I mean, we're not getting up the rope, right? We just got knocked down by this thing? Well, you're, I mean, it, you know, it bowled you over, but it did two points of damage, so, you know, it's like your turn now, right? Oh. Well, I how many people can you how many people can get up the rope in one turn? Uh, not not many. <laughs> not four. So I will do that, John. That's what I do. I think... I... Yep. Uh, okay. Well, who is who is strongest? You should go up. Maybe you can help us get up. Me. I am not strong. <laughs> uh, okay. Very I, I, yeah, I suppose I could go. I was going to. Lay flat against the wall and hope it couldn't see me like a T-Rex, but... Um, <laughs> oh, you, I mean, it's fine due to you. Uh, I just don't... Okay, so Ted's still tied to a rope that we're holding. Oh, great. We got, like, we got a fishing bait, basically, right? Okay. Um, with that in mind, I have... I'm holding one side of that. I guess... How would I manage this? Can I... Tie the top the side that's tied to Ted to me, and then start climbing the other rope really fast. Is that possible? Hold it in your teeth and then pull him up when you get up there. Teeth, or I'll man. do that. Yes, you, you certainly can't drag a body with you up. I mean, you know. No, I just I'm, I want to have two lines going to the top. So I, if I can just hold it in my teeth, I'll just I just want to be able to free my hands to climb while still holding on to the rope that Ted is attached to. Gotcha. Okay. Oh, so yeah, it would probably be possible. your teeth, or you would you would shove sure. the rope into your belt or something. I got, like that. I, got, I do it under that, you know, and I start. <laughs> yeah. Right. Hand over hand. You're the, you're the first one up. All right, cool. Uh, all right, it's it's no issue at all for you, like zero. Um, 
So, uh, yeah, you, you shinny up that rope, uh, it's 10 feet, so you can easily get up there, um, uh, during this round. So you, you're like, fuck, and you slip up the, the, uh, and you launch your body over the, over the lip. Um, and then there's sort of like the, the rope sort of from Ted, like kind of like raises up into that hole, right? So now there's like two ropes that are draping down, one that's straight down and one that's sort of at an angle, right? I'm going to take yeah. that rope. <clears throat> mm-hmm. If this is not too much, let me know. And quickly wrap it around the iron spike I have the other uh, the rope on. So they're, so they're both semi-fixed. Does that make sense? Uh, I will say it's, you it's, can do it, but it won't be like... It's not going to be super sturdy. I just super, want a little bit yeah. of like leverage to help me if I have to pull. Yeah, that's that fine. Sense. That's fine. Cool. Okay, what does everyone uh, In fact, it can literally just loop around and just be like a, a, a lever point. It doesn't have to be fixed. Does that make sense? If yep. I need to like pull... Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. What does I'll everybody else Well, how many more people can go up the rope? Because... <sighs> There's two ropes right now, now, baby. Right now, Matt and I are staring at each other like, <laughs> rope, you're like there's two ropes. There's two ropes now. You can both go up one. Uh, I'll Rochambeau you for it. So, okay. So, yeah, you could, if you make a roll, because you guys are not, you know, thiefy, um, you guys can get up there. If you fail the roll, however, um, depending on what I'm going to rule is depending on how, like, what the margin of failure is, you're either going to be, you're going to, be down on the ground or you're not you're just going to be in the midst of climbing got it okay sound fair yeah what do you want to do what's the roll uh, it's a d6 yeah so you oh, have, okay. so you have a it's basically it's one in six to get all the way up just as fast as varger did okay and okay. then if you, it's not, it's not going to be easy i rolled a four okay <laughs> uh Everything? i, I I've got this. Everyshius does a, a quick little prayer. Oh, so close! It is a two. <laughs> a two? Okay. All right, Everyshius, you are you are close. You are within arm's reach of Varger. Okay, and we'll say that you're on the straight up and down rope, the one that Varger did. Um, Gorin um, attempts at the same time. Uh, uh, pulls his weight on the rope. Osric is basically dragged bodily back. Um, <laughs> uh, from Gorin's weight and it and Gorin, you are basically like you're like a couple feet off the ground, like hanging onto the rope. Good, yeah. I'm a dwarven pinata for the for the column. That's fine. Osric, what are you doing? Um well begging for my life primarily, but um <laughs> on the off chance that this will actually do something, John, I'm going to attempt to create a uh for I'm gonna to attempt to use fear to force a morale check on the golem. Okay, cool. Now we've did, so, we, we've totally ditched like the normal combat sequence, but we'll 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 pick it up again next round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's my fault. I just forgot to institute. So go ahead. So I will, uh, you know, begging for forgiveness from Lucios, but then I'm going to, you know, slam my staff down and force a rally check on the golem. Uh, one through four out of six, it is a success. Okay. Assuming okay. he's affected by morale checks, which is uh, probably not the case. Let's see it. But what else have I got? <laughs> Fuck! That's what I got. I got dick all. All right. <laughs> I have to depend upon my golden tongue and my words of slickery wisdom. As you've obviously so just I... attempted to frighten him. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. <laughs> <Yes>. uh, <laughs> well, you know, he's, he's, he's uh, you know, asserting his priestly uh, light. Right, sure. Uh, light of wisdom, there? light sure. of comprehension, bill of wisdom. Please don't kill me. <laughs> oh well. Okay, uh, let's roll for initiative again, please. I did bad last time. It's somebody else's turn. 
Shit balls. I got it. I got it, Ted. Oh, you better save me, dude. Somebody save me. Four. Okay. Uh, you guys won. I screwed it up again. Uh, so let's, uh, we'll keep the rolls, but we'll start it over. Uh, top of the round um, is, uh, so, I'm getting echo. Uh, anyways. Osric, uh, you are, uh, you are actually in melee range of the Stone Guardian. Okay, so yes. what I'm going to ask for everybody now is anyone going to um, cast spells uh, or use magical abilities or attempt to move out of melee? I'm going uh, to continue to climb up the rope. Is that moving out of melee? No. It is if I do it. Yeah. Right? Yes, I will attempt to move out of melee since I suspect Lucios is not going to say, oh, I'm sorry, come on in. Okay, so you're going to have to retreat. If uh, if uh, Varger can pull me up, I don't know if it would work. I can try to do a turn undead. Uh, Lucio seems like he may be so like out of my out of my league. You you, you cannot do it, Avaricious, because a turn undead is the only thing that you can do in the round. You can do nothing else. So okay, yeah. but it, it, like if if Varger pulls me up, if he uses his action to pull me up, can I? Oh yeah, him? yeah, that's actually true. Yeah. Who's on which rope? Just, just so I make sure I know who's on who. Who's on the original fixed rope and who's on the one that's also? Yeah, I'm on the fixed one. Yeah, Mike's attached to Ted. Okay, so if I can get you up quick, we can both try to pull these two up after. That might be better than turning. Yeah, I don't. I don't have a suspicion the turning will be good enough. If Amy spends his action dragging Avaricios up, then he will not have an action to then drag both of us up. Yes, so that's one. Uh, so I think, think Avarisos has to go up on his own, and I need yeah. to try to pull both of you guys with all my money. Honestly, yeah. dude, I would just pull him up and then let him try the turning thing, and then hopefully I oh, don't make okay. a total dog's lunch of it this time. So let's move through the... Hold, hold on. We need to take it step by step, okay? Yep, yep, so, yep. Uh, so the first thing that happens, this is also for the viewers uh, as well, uh, so uh, is we declare whether or not you're going to be using spells or you're going to be moving in melee. No spells? Or pop, well... You're going to try to turn on dead adversaries. Is that correct? I, I, it's the only thing I could do to, to okay. really help. Osric is going to I, move I don't out think of it'll succeed, but I can try. Now, uh, right. then, then we roll initiative. So we did that a little bit early, but we'll say we just did it now. I rolled a two. You guys rolled a four, so you won. Now, and the way that I've kind of house ruled it is, is that whoever um, uh, whoever loses initiative, which is me, the monsters, um, I have to sort of uh, 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 tell you what their general intent is because you get to, you can kind of read what they're going to do and then thus as right. the winners of initiative you can then decide your actions tactically based upon that right um uh, to no one's surprise though uh, the the guardian uh, generally is going to uh, pound into the room completely ignores osric and is uh although you cannot tell what his features are it looks like it's going to attempt to rend osric limb from limb if you had to be if you had to take a wild guess um, oh. Meanwhile, <laughs> um, me. un unfortunately, because it, the Guardian is dominating the entire doorframe, um, you cannot tell what the intent of the sinister uh, spirit behind him um, behind it is going to do. So now uh, what you're going to do is you're going to um, uh, de declare your actions. And so that in, in this, what you're going this is what you were talking about earlier is what you as a player, what you as a character want to accomplish in the round. Like what, what is your stated goal? And then we break those down into the, like the, 
move missile melee and all that sort of stuff. But you just want to think and talk amongst each other, like who's going to go first and what you're going to do and what the intended intended objective is for the round. Okay. All right. Go for it. What do you what do you want to do? All right. So he's clearly ignoring my pleas, not paying any attention to my robes. So that plan has failed. So yes, I need to get out of his granity grip and get out of here. Avaricious is already on the rope. He's got to get off the rope before I can come up the rope. Uh, and and I always oh, forget your uh, dwarf's name, Mike. Gorand. Gorand. He's already climbing. Yeah. So he should climb. So if you guys just get out, I can we've grab a, a rope. We, yeah, we've got a rope tied onto you already. Like I could, I could help. I, I think it's going to be pulling up my corpse, but that's okay. Um, I have another character. Um, his name doesn't begin with O, though, so we're, I think that'll be the end of that little tradition. Um, okay, then let's do this. Avaricius, why don't you try and get out first? Or wait, or is Varger going to pull you up? If, yeah, Varger pull me up. I can try to turn, which is kind of the only thing I can do. Lucius isn't even in the room. The only yeah. thing in the room is a golem. Maybe Varger pulls you up, and then you try to pull up Osric. I can, I can help. My strength is really bad. I can try to help. I can I can try to pull it. Okay. Okay. Let's do that. So so Varger uh, pulls me up, mm-hmm. and uh, oh, hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't want to make this complicated, guys. I have the highest strength. The rope with two people on it is the one that I should be pulling. I think Avaricios, if he's not going to turn undead, should just climb himself up, and I pull like crazy on you too. That's fine. That is the only logical thing for me in terms of strength allocation. Okay. All right. Well, let's sense? do that then. <laughs> okay. I'm going to Avaricious. If, if, if you're turning undead, then there's no point in me letting go of the rope with these two and then going to. Okay. Yeah. Avaricious, okay. Avaric- so you can, you can, yeah. Well, just one other thing. I don't know how much slack is between me and uh, Mike's character, um, but it does seem like even if he's pulling as hard as he can on that rope, he pops Mike out. There's still maybe. Ten feet of rope or something yeah. like I'm not going to pop up right behind him. No, you am no, I? but you're no, also no, no. going to be climbing, so yeah. he's going to be assisting you on the climb. Yeah. yeah, but not in this, not in this uh, initiative. Right, Avariosios, you are able to climb out without further ado because you were near the top. Like you can reach out, okay. like you know, pry yourself up and um, get yourself up. Okay. Okay. Uh, but but I can't turn it in because I did it myself. That's my. Right, uh, right. That's right. correct. Yeah. We were yeah. going to, yeah. and, and you te- you okay. technically don't actually have a target either. Um, uh, right. Okay. Yeah, oh, so they have to be in the same point. point. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Generally, you can't, yeah. See them. You cannot, you can't turn. Kind of, you kind of see them. Um. So, uh, but you are able to get out. Um. And uh, Varger, and you can also now help Varger as well if you like. Let's pull these guys. Yeah. 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 I'll I'll help as best I can. Okay. What is your oh. combined strength? I have a strength of fifteen. I have a a mighty twelve. Okay, so um, if you guys haul and then Gorand is also attempting to climb as much as he possibly can, um, you can easily get Gorand up. You're not going to get be able to get Osric out because of because of the slack. Um, everything you you said is correct, um, Gorand. Um, you if if are you you're going to attempt to like also help yourself, right? Like get up there. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Or, I'm not gonna make it a risk of failure because you're not gonna. You're not gonna screw that up. Okay. Uh, or can I? Can I try to gather the slack between me and Osric? That you is know? no, because you have to hang on, right? Okay. Yeah. 
Um, all right. So David and Matt, you were able to haul um, Gorand up. Uh, he's massive, but you guys are actually fairly strong. Um, and you haul his ass up. And now there's um, Ted. Uh, Osric now is in the center of the room, right? Uh, with very little slack now. Like basically it's pretty much taut, right? So um, you guys would have to give slack in order for Osric to basically move around in this room at this time. Okay. All right, Osric, what do you what do you plan to do? Climb, baby, climb. Uh. Oh. Yeah. I. Uh, the, oh. It's seventh grade gym class time, baby. I, I. You gotta do that Jedi straight jump up, dude. Oh, I do that. That's what I'm gonna do <laughs> for sure. Um. No, I will. Uh, drop the lantern and the staff and start climbing. Okay, cool. So once again, this is the same sort of role. So remember too, like climbing a rope is not that difficult. Um, it's just what I'm what I'm measuring here is not uh, that you have a one in six chance of it. It's, it's about getting up ten feet under duress quickly and out. Right. So that is a one in six chance. Um, so go ahead and roll uh, your d six. I keep looking at the mage character sheet, hoping I'm going to find something I've missed. Ah, that's, a, that's a different game, ropes. a different edition, I might say, where you but, might but, to find those way, answers. <laughs> I won't. I won't voice this out loud. But Vargo's looking at the other two. Like, if this turns into a tug of war match, I'm letting go of this rope, or we're getting pulled back. Down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. one of those like. Osric, roll that <laughs> die. That's all you got. Yeah. If that's what you're okay. doing, that's what you have. You have a D6. All right. Viewing audience, I'm rolling a d6. Wait, does he want I higher? Roll, I rolled a six, so I'm dead. That is exactly what you did not want to roll, Ted. So, yeah, so oh. you you try to hoist yourself up, uh, but uh, your the sweaty palms, the absolute dread, the fear, you collapse in a heap at the bottom, um, and it is now uh, the uh, monster's turn. Now, um, the guardian uh, was. You know, it doesn't make a sound out of. There's no mouth, right? But it's like, dush, 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 and it it uh, it comes right up to you, right? And it and you're like, ah! and it like straddles your body, like with it with its two large stone legs, right? And you you're sure, like you can see, like your end coming just smushed, and it straddles them, and then it it doesn't attack you. What it does is it look it appears with its head to like look up at the pit. And raise its its clubs like upwards, uh, appearing to look at uh, the other adventurers peering down. And you uh, you guys can see nothing but the stone guard. In fact, you would probably be under the impression that Osric just ed like got ended, like got stepped on, because you cannot see him at all, right? Um, and uh, but does does no, does not attack him. Um, I'm gonna untie the rope and try and sneak away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, however, uh, the spirit comes in, uh, silent wow. and deadly. The moan has dropped to nothing, and you see uh, its burning eyes are definitely focused upon you. All right. Uh, one more. Um, let me just make some notes here. Yes, yeah, so I will. Uh, I will uh, fall to a knee and uh, uh, welcome Lucius the Second Overseer in the name of Thoth. And uh, how wise you are to employ such an excellent guardian as this one. <laughs> All right, give me a sec. Oh my god! I need some popcorn right now. Right now, <laughs> I thought you were definitely smushed. 
I was like, oh no. I might still be dead. I was waiting for for the stone golem teabag to happen. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, bag of gravel. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Bag not let you be bagged. It calls for a little extra scotch tonight, I think. That's oof. I'm dry tonight, man. That's the blood pressure right now. No scotch. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I am, I am, uh, you know, supplicating before Lucius the Second Overseer, and yeah, I, between uh, this I, thing's legs, this thing comes, uh, 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 g- gliding in, its eyes focused upon you, and uh, you see that it, um, it makes a, it doesn't, it cares not for what you said, it doesn't care what kind of robes you're wearing, um, it just uh, gazes at you and swipes at you with these sort of ethereal black claws, um, and you scuttle back between the legs of the Stone Guardian, and it, uh, it. It um it doesn't manage to hit you as you can see. I rolled a one. Yay! What? Yay. Good job, good job, John. Holy shit! Um, he slaps himself in the face. You have, you yeah, have, you, you can literally feel um something being like uh, uh like pulled out of you um as its claws come uh within inches of reaching your skin. Right. You better. You, you have better a very. You have a very strong life. sense that should that make a connection that your life is forfeit. Right. Right. Uh, let's roll for initiative. Osric, this got to be you, man. Yeah. It's oh, gotta be you got to roll it. This one's yours. Oh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we could tie. <laughs> you, you could. John rolled a five. John rolled a six. Okay, so now you guys right. have to tell. Uh, well, hold on. Um, I, I should have asked. Um, oh yeah, yeah. You you are with it. You are in melee with both creatures, um, Ted. Uh, so and so, let me know if anyone wants to use uh, spells or retreat from melee. Okay, should I? Um, I can. Tr- I can try to turn it. It probably won't work. If I try to turn it, maybe you two guys can pull him up. Yeah, that's fine. Let's do it. I mean, that makes sense to me. Yeah, and it's directly I, below you now, so you're, it's like in view. Could I could I see yeah. it, John? Would that would that work? Yeah, it's it's tough to see, but you can see it. Like once again, even through the trap door, the guardian is taking up most of your vision. But there's definitely something else down there that you can see. Yeah. Okay. Do it. Do it. All right. So if they're pulling me up, um, and the supplication's not actually working, I am going to um, use my staff to fend off the. Um, the semi-corporeal form with red eyes. Okay. Because my staff can affect invulnerable creatures, so uh, I might actually be able to do something to him if he doesn't kill me, which he's probably going to do. Okay. You uh, guys are going to pull up this, like, shriveled, smoking husk, and you're just going to drop it again. And it's a pinata like, with yeah. all the candy out. Okay. Yeah. So you, you feebly bring your staff to bear underneath the the the, uh, the stone loins of this guardian. Um, <laughs> oh, there's nothing feeble, man. Uh, I, I'm certainly defending myself. Okay, I'll right. stand up very, very heroic. <laughs> Briefly um, heroic. Uh, yeah, as you climb to your feet, Osric, the, the guardian once again does not appear to take notice of you at all. It appears to be uh, staring balefully up at uh, at the, the adventurers peering, uh, like, straining all of their muscles to like yank you up bodily um away from the uh the wraith thing um uh but unfortunately the wraith thing is very very fast yeah uh so let's see what it gets what's your ac there ted 
My AC? Mm-hmm. Well, that's a good question. It is 12. Oh. Oh, Ted. <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh! Oh! I see what you rolled. That wasn't, that's not good. It's not good. Now in uh, OSC, uh, uh, a 20 is just an automatic hit. It does not do anything uh, uh, exceptional uh, by and large, unless it's like, unless something supersedes that, that rule. The good news is it it would take something truly exceptional to really harm (laughs) Osric. Yeah. Uh, So uh, (laughs) Osric. Formerly Osric, you mean? The mage formerly known as Osric. Oh. Hmm. Osric, I, I once, mean, once poked Hey, man. If he's dead, he's dead. You know, he walked into the room full of skeletons when he could have had Mike do it. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. You so uh, I'm just looking if there's anything special that happens. Uh, and there is, but we'll see. Okay, uh, so um, uh, the Wraith uh, basically... Um, as you're standing up to defend yourself, it swats your staff aside and uh, it basically takes both of its hands and it shoves them bodily into your chest. Oh. Um, but his chest, not good. his chest doesn't erupt or anything like that. It just basically, they kind of like just so, kind of softly like slither in incorporeally into his chest. And then with a, a violent motion, they pull out something out of Osric. Osric actually bends backwards like a bow. Right, like, 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 completely arches his back backwards, is held up in the air by some sort of mystical force, as some sort of silvery substance is actually pulled out of his body, absorbed by the wraith, who is now cackling in glee, and then Osric's shapeless uh, body uh, drops to the floor beneath the stone guardian. Oh, you probably need that silver stuff, right? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and then uh, the. Uh, yes, that's correct. Yeah. So, uh, and then it <laughs> yes, cackles at that. you, and then the red eyes, as it swirls up around the stone guardian, uh, latch on to the three of you. Ugh. So I don't get to act on my initiative then. No, you did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's there's no table. There's no. <laughs> All right, is it our turn? Uh, yeah. It is your turn, yes. Now it is your I turn. I slammed the trap door closed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I I turn and I run for the door, hoping that light will will prevent this fiend from getting to me. Okay. Agreed. Barger's full retreat. Anybody else doing anything other than full retreat out of the tower? Uh, I thought we were going to... Oh, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Well, that that's your stated you, that's your stated things. Like, so if you don't like every yeah, so if you want to act first before Varga, you can and try to turn on dead. It's up to you. Oh yeah, but, please. But, I'm sorry. But, I'm but sorry. you I, but you yeah, have to yeah, state yeah, yeah. you ever you can do nothing else. So if it doesn't work, you can't retreat. You're going to be there. Oh yeah, no, uh, no, I'm going to run away. <laughs> I'm scared yeah. of that thing. Yeah, don't let me don't let me interrupt your idea though. Sorry, I didn't mean to. No, 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 no. I don't no. know if there's any point in actually shutting the trap door though. We could probably just run, dude. That's fine. I mean, I, I, we could do. I, it doesn't sound like we couldn't do both of those things. <clears throat> okay. It's, yeah. It's, you. It's, you it's, it does look like the trap door could just be like kicked. You know what I mean? Like just kicked closed. It, the the rope will prevent it from latching, so it's just going to be like. Bam. True. Uh, Is that what you want to do? Let's just let's just 
flit and try to get some sunlight into this room. Shades hate sunlight, right? What, sure. I got a mirror. I can I beam mean, it his way, too. I'm running away. I'm running away. Everyone runs away, okay? So you, you, you hit the trap door and you bolt out of the room as quickly as you can. Um, your uh, Gorond is like pounding on the button that opens the <laughs> secret door. <laughs> the elevator. <laughs> right. Now remember that there's a small little like postern like right like um like in the wall so there's like two two doors so do you you understand what i'm saying that it might actually be important here depending on what you want to do so there's a door that leads into the postern and there's another door that actually leads out to the exit do you want to leave the doors open so that sunlight then filters all the yes. way through yes yeah. i want sunlight to come through yeah all and the way into on, this chamber yeah and it's on the eastern side so we should get some yeah definitely okay so um, i also have a mirror if i need to use it but yeah right so you guys, uh, yeah, at the bottom of the initiative, you guys uh, 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 pelt out of there as quickly as you possibly can. It's not a problem. Yeah, I think even, I yeah, it's, it's such a short amount of distance that I don't think it would be an issue to like actually open the doors and move as, at the same time. So um, you run out of there as quickly as you possibly can. As you do, um, like... The combat's basically over, but in the next, like the next round, like the wraith, like comes shooting up out of the trap door and is ready to like uh, latch onto you guys. Um, but you've got the sunlight that's coming in, and it shrieks uh, in pain and goes back down again um, and disappears. Um, but as you, um, uh, as you guys are all breathing heavily outside the tower in the in the sunlight of the morning, where there's just you know birds chirping and all that sort of stuff, you can hear uh, the cackling of the wraith down below again. Okay, so we don't need to get too smart now, but I want to like kind of bookmark or like dog ear that knowledge for us because getting sunlight into the chamber might be a pretty powerful uh, solve to this this mm -hmm. person. Definitely uh, did not seem to like the sunlight. Yeah, I have a mirror, so I could like try to mirror it down the chamber, but I'm sure it'll flee. But just some sunlight to consider. Also, the top we might be able to open up to sunlight somehow. You can also well, hear like the retreating flights. footsteps Number of the, of the Sunlight Guardian. That's what I'm saying. So if we could unblock, that would yeah. be an interesting thing to. And either way, right now I'm, uh, you know, uh, checking my breeches and just <laughs> loving the sunlight, kissing the soil on the ground. Uh, yes, and, but you've uh, you've you've left a companion down below. You have lost Osric the Opulent, um, who was also Osric. wearing those lovely well, let's robes. Go to, let's go to him, John. Let's go to him. What's going on with uh, What's going on with Ted's character right now? Yeah. Uh, you have no idea. <laughs> well, it's, you it's... can play it with Ted right now. We'll no, Osric's wait. dead. Oh, yeah, he doesn't know what's going on. I would I would like to play Osric as the uh, the new Wraith NPC uh, that lives in the tower and hunts yeah. the players. How did you Let's know? The PvP, John. How did you know, Osric? So this is the really sad Wraith, thing, man. Is that uh, yeah? Uh, unfortunately, Osric's soul does not go to his eternal rest. He is forever in torment as an undead spirit. Rest is a priest of Thoth, by the way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Brutal. Yeah, all right Ted, it was a good gamble man it was a good gamble yeah. i think all of us would have done the same thing it's a rough one that was a rough one do we want to give it a few minutes and pull I'm, the body up i want to get like a whole team of dwarves up in this bitch to dig out the bottom of that tunnel <laughs> knock a big a hole in the, in the side and just shed that <laughs> thing out of the sunlight man nasty okay. nasty stuff all right, so, uh, yes, Osric uh, joins the rest of the skeletal remains down there in the basement of the Tower of Scrutiny, um, and that is a good uh, good place to leave it. A sad ending for Osric, but... Oh, Osric. Ted's got another cool character lined up. It's okay. This is what yeah, happens in old school, baby. 
There's, there's there no plot plot protection. <laughs> there's none of that. Um, my <laughs> next character is a <clears throat> goblin named Squeegee the Knee Biter. Hell yeah. <laughs> so you can all look forward to that next session. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> no! I want an Osric bag. Squeegee uh, the Knee Biter. That's what you get. No, it was cool. Before that was that was a, a very, very fun oh. session. The deadly and dangerous and uh, very, very fun. Oh, man. Yeah. Before we close, do we want to try to fish his corpse out? For what? No, it's it's what's on him? Anything worth? Well, that, that, he had a lot of shit on him. Yeah. Gems and the keys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm getting the corpse. We, you can decide <laughs> that. You can decide that off session if you want. I mean, it's obviously like yeah. uh, not a smart move to do like right now, right? No, no, I'm not gonna do it immediately. I just was saying, like, is that something we want to think about? Yeah, yeah. If yeah, looting the corpse is definitely gems, an option. Maybe. Let's see what you guys want to do. Uh, anyways, we have to end the session. Uh, so on, on that note, we'll see what happens next session when we bring in, uh, somehow we'll bring in the, the Imperial Goblin into the, into the fold. Um, all right. So F in chat for Osric the Opulent. <laughs> <laughs> Pull one out for my homies. Yeah. Man. Oh man. Let's see if we can get that hashtag going. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, guys, that was, was super he fun. He thought he'd cast spells and he just took L's. Oh, sorry, John. Yeah, right. <laughs> you, better, you better let that one, uh, w one of our commentators know before he actually draws a picture. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> He's going to draw it, but I blew yeah. it. Don't commission any artwork for this for this group as no, it stands yeah. right now. Probably not a good idea in general, really, to be honest. <laughs> Just do it, you know, do it in pencil. Yeah, yeah stick figures are okay. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Just erase the face and put a goblin on there next time. <laughs> Yeah, totally. <laughs> and I was, I was oh, just really just getting Osric's voice too, you know. That's sad. I, do, I wanted to see a mage in action too. It's a bummer. But you can always make another well, one. I think you, you did. Osric part two. <laughs> <laughs> I think there it is, right there. Yeah. All right, guys. Very fun. Uh, thank you, everyone, for uh, watching and listening. I hope you uh, enjoyed it. Uh, we will see you guys next time. Don't forget that uh, you've been watching three D six down the line. It's the Halls of Art and Fool. Don't forget to like and subscribe, please. Pass on the word. Spread it on your social media. Let people know what's going on over here. And uh, we will see you next time. So thanks so much, guys. We'll see you next time. Have a great weekend. Bye, thanks, everyone. John. Bye. Thank you, John.